Well, hello, and welcome to another episode of Tell Great Stories, a podcast that looks back at some of Unbound Theatre's past projects and productions. In this episode, we're looking back at two shows we performed as part of Aylesbury Town Council's Aylesbury on Sea event, Wind in the Willows from 2018 and Treasure Island from 2019. Joining me to discuss these productions are... Hello, my name is Erica and I was the director for both shows and played a selection of cameos and different characters as well. Hello, my name is Dan and I played Badger in Wind in the Willows and Long John Silver in Treasure Island. Hello, my name is Hannah. I played the role of Mole in Wind in the Willows and Jim Hawkins in Treasure Island. Excellent, excellent. Well, we've got a couple of questions to, to begin with. Um, starting with Wind in the Willows from 2018. Um, this this is a, um, a question for Erica. Um, first of all, how did you come to work on the production? What appealed about Wind in the Willows in particular as a story for, to adapt to the stage? Okay, um, I was trying to think about this, actually, and I think it must have actually happened somewhere around 2017. What? And I, yeah, even a year beforehand, and I happened to be in the theatre uh, talking to Dario, and he sort of casually mentioned that um, the town council were doing the Soapbox Derby and had invited Queen's Park to be an entrant for the following year, 2018. Mm -hmm. And I I think I very flippantly... And he was also mentioned something about, oh, we might be looking to try and do something for Aylesbury on Sea. They might be trying to change the event up or, or do something a bit different. It would be nice to do something open air. And I think I very, very flippantly said something about, oh, well, you know, it would be lovely. You know, if it's a if it's a soapbox derby, you know, build Mr. Toad's car yeah. and then use that as publicity to do a production of Wind in the Willows a couple yeah. of weeks later for Aylesbury on Sea. Yes. And, <laughs> and we both kind of went, ha, 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 ha. And... I kind of dropped myself huh. in it because the next thing I know is um, it's actually happening. And Dario turned Goodness. around to me and said, so do you want to direct it then? Excellent. <laughs> That's how the best thing to work on art, isn't it? <laughs> Organically, as they call it. Fantastic. Yeah, so uh, so it, it originally came from um, the Soapbox Derby yeah. uh, as as I just had this kind of flash in my head of, 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 a, of a, you know, an antique car huh. entering the Derby. Yeah. And then I thought, well, what else can we use, you know, in true... Queen's Park tradition, what yeah. else can we use it for? How can we exactly. recycle the set? It's, it's, like, it's like the Henry VIII project. <laughs> Henry VIII was still <laughs> yeah. going around, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. <clears throat> yeah. And uh, and the car the car was sort of like the 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 um the catalyst for it all. Yeah. And um we thought about well, Wind in the Willows is a beautifully charming children's story, and if we can get it cut down to a very, very small cast and everything. Yeah. Um, that could be something that would work very well in the open air. And again, for the design of it, I had the idea that it would be um, sort of very two-dimensional. So all of the props and all of the set um, that we would utilise would be two dimensions and um, the actors would be obviously be in three dimensions. So you're using that. And it's, I suppose it's a bit like um, taking my own personal nostalgia from the Cosgrove Hall productions, which was the the model animation, but then the backdrops and the backgrounds would all be these beautiful paintings. Yes, and Michael Horden is the, the adventure, wasn't he? Yeah. Absolutely, mm. and these beautiful <clears throat> paintings. So I had in my head, yeah. I could see this sort of two-dimension and three-dimensional so two props yeah. and set 
with three-dimensional actors interacting yeah. with them. And I just thought it would be, a, to be honest, I just thought it would be a very, very charming English thing for a, for a summer's afternoon in a, the middle of Aylesbury. So, so that's, that's what it was. That's how it all happened. Yeah. Really. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, something for all ages as well. Yeah. Oh, lovely. Um, brilliant. Thank you. Um, so another question we've got for, for, for Dan and for Hannah. Um, you were all playing characters who are iconic in literature. Um, how do you go about developing, developing a character um, that many audience members will have knowledge of, um, that already know about it? What are the sort of challenges and also what are the rewards of that kind of process? Um, do you want to go first, Hannah? Should I? Oh, you go first, <laughs> sir. You go first. Oh, oh the challenge. Um, I, I, th I think the thing is with well-known characters is that everyone knows what to expect. So, if you're playing Long John Silver, they expect you to have one leg, uh, maybe an eye patch, possibly a parrot <laughs> on your shoulder, <laughs> yeah. and talking yeah. a whisk yeah. reaction like that, or maybe and go ooh ah. <laughs> so, um, I, I yeah. think the challenge is to be able to uh, and to uh, produce all that and if and i think i think my accent sometimes went welsh and sometimes <laughs> it went newcastle but hopefully <laughs> um so when, once you've done that um uh, if you've managed to have all those sort of pointers that belong to that well-known character the minute you come on stage they sort of know that you are that character so it's a nice shortcut straight into the um the comedy really because they know exactly what you're thinking and what you're going to say <laughs> yes they, they, they know exactly who it is don't they Play straight off yeah well they should do hopefully well, yeah that's the it. idea yeah <laughs> uh, yeah that's that's the challenge that you know that yeah. they do <laughs> otherwise you failed you're in trouble then aren't you yeah yeah so dan what was the difference between like playing long john and badger then because they're like two very very well-known characters oh, they are, aren't they? yeah well they're they're, they're both they're on the uh, each on either side of the law, aren't they? There's the good guys and there's the bad guy. Badge is very authoritative, and uh, everything should be done proper, and is in command, in control, and that's outrageous. How dare you? Now you behave, Toad. Whereas Long John Silver is complete opposite, and he's always up to mischief mm. and trying to get one mm. over um, in, in a in a bad way, isn't he? So yeah. it's nice playing. Uh, the, one, one extremely good guy, at least he thinks he's good, Badger, one extremely bad guy, <laughs> he actually thinks he's good too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Hannah, Hannah, how about you? What, what? Similar to what Dan said, the minute you are dressed up as that character, the children automatically know or should know who you are. Yeah. Um, so that does help, I must admit. Um, for myself, uh, I'm four foot eleven, so I'm I'm hoping I had a similar mole-like yeah. quality um, <laughs> to it because I'm I'm quite tiny, mm -hmm. so moles are he's quite yeah, diminutive. diminutive creatures, aren't they? Yes, yes, very diminutive <laughs> creatures. Um, but uh, it was fortunate. Um, again, I I can't speak for Dan, but uh, for myself, the 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 way that uh, Dario edited it for us and worked with Erica on the script and the way that Erica directed us was, was beautiful because they gave us guidance along what what was needed, mm. but also the freedom to uh, to have fun with our characters, you know, because it is meant that the, the performance was meant um, mainly for children, but yeah. for, for all ages to enjoy, just to have fun. Um, and I think that that was also very rewarding as well to to see the children's reactions and to get them cheering us and and having fun and yeah I think that was probably one of the yeah. best bits. 
they're, they're very much with, like Panthers, they're very much with you, aren't they? All this kind of thing. Oh, There's prizes absolutely. or, 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 or warm up. They, they, they completely know, or they should hopefully most of them will know, especially adults will know what's coming, don't they? That's it. But, yeah. Yeah. Well, lovely. Thank you. Thank you very much, guys. It's great answers. Um, Erica, a question for you. Um, the show was performed in Kingsby Square as part of a large event. How do you go, or how do you approach directing open air theatre taking place in the midst of lots of different activities? Yes, that's, there's a key phrase there. Lots of different activities. Um, I, when when we did Willows, we were in a very kind of we were at the top end of Kingsbury. There was and Kingsbury isn't the largest place. We had a we had an actual fun fair going on. We had um, an, an ice cream truck like literally next door to us. Um, and uh, we were sharing the performance space that was probably, um, you're probably looking about eight to 12 feet square, if that, and we're sharing that with all of the other acts. So it was just a case of you come on and you do your spot and then you have to give way to, to other people. And and so there's there's a lot going on. So as as a director you and also you know it's it's you're in the middle of a you're in the middle of a, a shopping area as well so you've got people who are wandering through people who are there with their kids you know there's lots of other different distractions going on around there's walkabout acts going on at the same time um so for me it, it's trying to give a very sort of striking visual um spectacle as much as possible um because you know it, yes we we did have mics we did have a, a sound system as well but with that you can't really compete with a fun fair that's going on next door you so you're trying to give you're trying to give the audience who are immediately with you as much as you can and at the same time try to give as much visual clues so that people who are walking past can get excited and come over and if they miss this show they can maybe catch the next one um, so it was very, very physical, and we had we had sequences that were sort of designed with physical comedy in mind that we sort of drilled into each, uh, sort of drilled into the cast to try and get the timing right. And then we had, as I said before, we had these massive, um, beautiful sort of two dimensional sets. Like we had, um, we had uh, the caravan that was built and beautifully painted so when you bring that on that's like a rather striking visual piece you had the riverbank where you had um mole and ratty on the boat and they it was a they wore it as braces and did this massive rowing thing and we had the car as well so we had these sort of visual set pieces that were designed to try and draw people in and being as big and as bold as possible and then the other thing that we do is we try to engage the audience directly as much as possible um it was very sort of panto related we got bits where we got kids to join in and shout and sing along with us oh, yes um, yes very fantastic yeah we had moments where we we brought in members of the audience um uh, there's uh, I'll, I'll tell you a fantastic one of my favorite memories i'll tell you about that um later on but yeah i just tried to make it as as visual um and as engaging for the audience who who were immediately with us at the time and then try and you know try and encourage other people to to come towards us by right. being big and bold mm. and bright and fun there was very much a sense of fun yes absolutely well yes, but it's very hard to catch people's attention when there's so many other, so much else going on isn't it 
Yeah, but I think I think we did well. They had they'd set it out with like lots of deck chairs and stuff, and and people kind of came in to settle down because they knew the performance schedule. Um, and then at the same time, you could see a crowd developing at the back, and then at the end of one show, people would go, "Oh, we missed it. What's going on here?" And then you'd say, "Oh, come back. We're on again in." Yeah. an hour or so yeah. so yeah it was good lovely oh fantastic oh, it's an art in itself isn't it so i've got now a question for everybody really um what are your favorite memories of performing wind in the willows and what for all of you individually are the most memorable moments for yourselves well picking up on um the audience interaction that i was just talking about i think one of my favorite memories is when um we uh there was there's a point where toad is escaping from jail and we we needed an extra character and i was playing basically all of the other parts other than the four main characters um but then there was this extra character as well and we decided that we would pull somebody up from the audience and dress them up as a washer as a washerwoman or as the jailer's it was either no or the jailer's daughter or something um and so mr toad can exchange costume with which basically involved getting a bloke up from the audience and putting them in like a mob cap and an apron and uh, we got the mayor up the mayor at the time um mark who was an absolute yeah he was he was really really up for it and um went all gung-ho for it so having the mayor of aylesbury uh dressed in a mop cap being berated by mr toad was was marvellous i think that's one of my favorite memories of that was was that definitely oh, yeah fantastic. <laughs> yes you can't do better than that um for myself it, it has to be our chase sequence <laughs> um there's there's a there's a sequence uh, erica knows and dan will know which one i'm referring to um where we have to chase the the very naughty mr toad steve um and uh it I must admit, even in rehearsals, it was funny. So that, that that for me is a is a fond memory. Not only performing it in front of the children who were absolutely loving uh, Steve as Mister Toad and him being naughty, which he just loves to do. Um, but but learning learning this whole sequence, the rehearsal of it was was fun as well. But uh, but also Mister Toad's car, which I think was another character. I think. You know, because I remember, I don't know if you remember this, Erica and Dan, um, where there was a child in it while we were performing. <laughs> and we had to very, I don't know if you remember, we were we were slowly leading up to, to, to the bit where Mr. Toad has to drive away in his car. And there was a child from the audience already in it. Oh, so I think, I, like I can't that. remember who, I think it was possibly Erica went up there to, to very kindly say, I'm afraid you have to get out now because Mr. Toad needs to use. Mr. Toad's got to get away now. <laughs> Mr. Toad's got to escape now. So I think that those two memories are um, pretty vivid for me. Yeah, I enjoyed the um, the Keystone sort of cop chase. It was it was kind of a there's badger with my walking stick. I got overtaken, didn't I? So <laughs> other people came out of the screen before me when it should have been me. But my other favourite bit, I think, is uh, I've, I've got fond memory of a couple. Well, I think, unless I imagined it, but I just remember seeing Steve's, the back of Steve's head as Mr. Toad 
in the car going towards the crowd, not able to stop it. (laughs) (laughs) How do we stop this damn car? (laughs) And I think there's a sense of danger there, which which really got the audience's attention. And uh, I think, uh, um, no, it's, it's, it's good fun, yeah. I like that. Yeah, he. I think he forgot the brakes were were actually yeah. on the wheel. They were yeah. they were on the wheel, and I think he forgot that, didn't he? Because as a driver, your 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 uh, intention is to put your foot down on the floor, and there was no pedals. It was all push, and the brakes were on the wheel. <laughs> but that's the excitement of live theatre, and all those young people watching that, they they'll see this is more exciting than watching something on TV TV because things can go wrong. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> you just have to guess which ones are going wrong and which aren't, of course. Brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's fabulous. That, thank you so much, Guy. That, that was superb. I'm just so, so sorry I missed it, but that, it sounds as if you did a great job. And um, That's all right, because I wrote almost... you in for the next one. Indeed. Yes, that, that leads me very, very completely onto our next topic, which was indeed Treasure Island, which, of course, was in uh, 2019, wasn't it? So, um... Yes, the same sort of format, really. So, Erica, you um you directed that. Um, so Treasure Island sort of they were in a new venue, a new stage, and a different approach to the adaptation process. Erica, talk us through the genesis and development of this project. How did how did you get? How was this one for you? you well, Wind, Wind in the Willows was one of those. We'll pitch it, and if they like it, let's hope that the town council will ask us back. So we kind of yeah. had um a, a bit riding on that, and people yeah. did in, people did enjoy it. We got some great feedback, so it's like right, we want you yeah. back. And um, yeah. Aylesbury obviously was changing. It was going to be in Vale Park. There was going yeah. to be the world's largest sand pit. They were going to cover it in sand. And um, oh, yes. We, yes. We, there was a lot of time. There was, it? yeah. And we had the yes. opportunity to uh, very, very kindly um, have uh, use of a, a stage truck, which would be like um, uh, a mobile a mobile stage. So we would be on a raised platform. Mm. We would be enclosed on, on a stage with its own yeah. dedicated area. Yeah. And Vail Park is massive. And so there, as well as there were other things going on, um, we were very much in our own sort of performance area and we had an area roped off where the audience could come in and sit down and everything um so in in that respect it was it was quite it was quite different um i think we approached treasure island because we wanted to do another children's sort of classic um stories being out of copyright is always good um and the fact that it was aylesbury on sea we thought well let's let's make it uh you know another sort of sea beach nautical theme and again it came back to the soapbox derby and i think i said well after the car let's make a pirate ship and do treasure yes, island as, as as you do you know as, as, yeah. as you do and i yeah. i come up with these ridiculously crazy ideas and then people people go with them and yeah and we had some at the pirate ship the hispaniola was beautifully designed um it was it was super really. she was yes, barrels gorgeous, and yeah yeah barrels and nets and uh, brooms and things wasn't it so yeah oh it's a very clever idea it's, it's a bit like sort of toy boxes creating something out of nothing isn't it oh what the yeah. oh the set that we had yes yes um so so the set yeah. that we had for that one yeah. was a completely different different design and we yeah. we used um mm-hmm. things that you would find in a dock or um the mm. the the uh the, the pub the um yeah. the admiral benbow's well, the, admiral, the benbow, the benbow, admiral benbow yeah. Yeah. so we had these yeah. barrels and nets yeah. and brooms and we and benches and we used that to yeah. create everything else yes yes you're right yeah yeah, yeah. 
Yes, I do. I do like that kind of stuff. So, a question really for Dan and Hannah: um, How did you find performing in such a large open space? What was the atmosphere like on the day, and what were your favourite parts of the show to perform? Um, I, well, it did feel different because we were on a raised platform as opposed to Kingsbury, and um, there was a lot going on in the park. But I think you know. And like everything with these sort of shows, you've got to go on there and say, look at me, haven't you, really? Otherwise, they'd be looking at anything else going on everywhere else. So, um, yeah, you've got, you got to sort of um, grab, you know, grab, grab, grab the attention and keep it, haven't you? Yeah, come on and say, I'm really important, watch me, <laughs> which is which is kind of weird, yeah, difficult to do. But no, it's fun. Um, my favourite bits are, uh, yeah, I like the sword fighting because you sense yes. with the little kids, they got, they get really excited seeing sword oh, fighting. Oh, I do. Any, 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 any jeopardy, <laughs> any sort of thing. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Do love a good punch up. Being a fight director, I would have Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Hannah? Um, I have to I have to agree with you, Dan. Um, I think I, my, most of my fond memories uh of that were were performing with your good self, um, because obviously the the storyline does involve uh Jim Hawkins and Long John Silver. Uh, to which it was a pleasure to to be um, bullied by you. <laughs> <laughs> Our, um, trying to trying to steal my treasure. Pleasure map. to bully you, Hannah. Yes. <laughs> um, so yes, it was it was just fun, uh, um, and it 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 was a completely different setup. The set, uh, whereas we had a beautiful, beautiful backdrop for, for Wind in the Willows, we had an equally gorgeous uh, set and small stage which was set up for us. And um, I think that that helped bring it to life. Um, and again, this time it was great because all of us worked together. I think Erica did an amazing job uh, rallying people I don't think she left one person uh, alone during the entire day dressed as a pirate saying you will come and watch our show um, whereas the rest of us are like oh you know come and see Erica was like no you you will you will come and watch our show uh, enjoy yourselves. It, it will yeah. you will come and enjoy yourselves and um, it was lovely because we uh, we had our section to to kind of say Yes, this is us. Come and come and see us. Yeah, it, it was a great teamwork thing, wasn't it? I I, I remember. I mean, I was I was a squatter truck, squatter wasn't I? In that, yeah, you were indeed. Yes, and I remember the, the ship. Just the fantastic sort of playful teamwork of, of changing the set round. I'm, I'm very fond of that kind of stuff. And also, I do remember the um, one bit where we got the. Um, that's we had to recruit the audience as shipmates, didn't we? That's right. Yes. Yes. We, yeah. Remember one one show we got about two kids at the front, and I think the the second show we got about sixty of them. They all absolutely decided that That's this is what they were right, going to do. Yeah. <laughs> and also, the, remember the when when we when um, Long John Silver was cheated of the treasure. They had we had those lovely plastic coins, didn't we? And the kids absolutely oh, yeah. adored those. I seem to remember yes. that there were kids afterwards. There were kids looking around for these coins. Um, that's right because we, right, to, we yes because yeah. dan didn't you have to throw the throw the treasure and we had to pick it up yes, and the kids right. loved yeah, helping us find yeah. the treasure yeah. and, and yeah and yeah. i remember oh, I, I remember right. that heavy chest trying to uh trying to lug that heavy chest yeah. onto the stage and yeah. the kids thinking that it was chocolate they uh, one of them i was yes, absolutely convinced that it was chocolate and i'm like happen. no it's not chocolate, it's real. Yeah. 
I love the way they get involved. It's fantastic, isn't it? It's pretty... Oh, okay, it's well, incredible. Um, such good fun, wasn't it? Really good. Um, Erica, a question for you. <clears throat> as well as Treasure Island, the cast were around during the event chatting to the visitors in character. Queen's Park Arts Centre were running free craft activities and you were a judge in the Suncastle competition, we remember. Tell us about the experience of representing Queen's Park Arts Centre and Unbound at these community events. And what does it mean to you to be a, an ambassador for Queen's Park out and about? no no that's that that's fine yeah it was it was a long day because I ended up by doing I just ended up by by being on on performance mode for the whole day so I would do a, a circuit of the Vale Park which took me actually about an hour talking to the kids and everything and um you know encouraging them to, to see the show and basically I just kind of wandered around with a big pirate flag and 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 terrorized them as a pirate and you know tried to steal ice creams and stuff um but i did um and you know try to get people's attention to what was going on so i did it i would do an entire circuit of the vale park come back and it would normally be about the time when we would perform we'd perform the show we'd finish the show reset for the next show and then i would walk around again and so that was that was my that was my thing throughout the day but it was um being being sort of like a, a public face for Queen's Park is that you want people to know what we can do. And uh, for me, it's really, really important that we're able to be part of the community. We're not just a troop of actors who show up and do yes. our stuff and, and that is it. Indeed. Look at us. And yes, aren't we marvellous? Sort of no, no, no. We are we are very much involved and we want we want to share what we can do with the community. Um, so being able to to talk to people, so being able to talk to kids and then uh, you know play with them. I think I ended up by building sandcastles with some of the kids at some point. Um, and then it's a case, you know, oh yeah, we, we you can go over there and you can see this show, or you can go over there and do these activities. And then you've got their their adults saying, so what's all this? Who are you? What are you doing? And then you explain, yeah. and then it it's it's still never ceases to, to to surprise me when people have no idea that Queen's Park even exists in Aylesbury. Yes. Um, and so bringing that, yeah. bringing the 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 notion of the, of the fact that the place exists and and everything that you can do there, and 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 just bringing an awareness to the wider community of of just what a fantastic place it is, um, it's it's terribly important to me to me personally, and that's that's why I, I love doing it as well as being able to wander around with a big pirate flag and um, yeah. terrorize terrorize yeah. audience members. Nothing finer than that. <laughs> And it's a way of just, it's an open invitation for people to come and join in the arts in whatever way they want to as well. Um, and certainly people loved, they loved all the, um, all the craft, all the, everything. I know the, the pictures and stuff, all the kids made were, were really popular, weren't they? So I've got a, a final question, which is for everybody. And this is, a, is there another classic children's story you would like to work on in the future? Well, I, I, I haven't thought about it too deeply and I've probably thought, oh, this... I mean, if you could do this, it would just be, I thought, Jungle Book. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you've got this, I mean, in terms of when you say, right, people expect a gorilla and they expect a bear and they expect Mowgli. You know? I mean, you do have a certain, immediately, you've got to say, this is a bear that I'm doing and this is, a... yeah. <laughs> um, we're getting into movement here, aren't we? Mm. <laughs> Serious movement characterization, but I don't know. What a fun yeah. idea. Yeah, um, yeah. 
stretch yeah. things a bit, wouldn't it? <laughs> so you've done a badger, and now you want. To, so you've done the English woodland creatures. You now want to move out into uh, into jungle. Jungle's been more exotic. <laughs> more exotic. <laughs> Expand that CV well, like down. To also, be able to sing. I want to walk like you. Do, 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 do. <laughs> but unfortunately, we don't have time doing these songs. <laughs> well, um, with the, there was the one that that was meant to happen um which we had we had tentatively started work on um the three musketeers um, oh yes indeed so we had we had some plans oh, for that and that was going to be that was going to be the one in in 2020 and i think for the soapbox yes. derby our entry yeah. that year would have been oh. uh lady de winter's yeah. carriage and i think i was prodding Dario because basically I wanted to be the villain, and I said, "Well, I want to be. I, I think we should do the Three Musketeers because I yeah. want to be La- Lady de Winter, mm. and it's also got you know it's got sword fights, um, more sword fights. So it's got it's got yeah, more sword, sword fighting, fights. which we yeah. which was proved very popular from Treasure Island. Absolutely. Um, yes. So yes. Uh, yes. we're thinking about and and again we had ideas about how we could do the doubling so that the Three Musketeers. So rather than normally it's me who ended up by playing all of the other characters, it would be the Three Musketeers. Is doubling up as like Richelieu and the King and Buckingham and everyone, yeah. and um, it would be D'Artagnan and Milady the Winter who would be the two sort of characters who would remain play the same parts all the way through. Um, so we did, we did, we we started work on that, and uh, as and when it, it might get resurrected, that would be that would be lovely. Mm, that, um, perfect. Yeah. But I think also I have a an incredible fondness for things like. Um, a, a, I did an open air tour several years ago, the Railway Children, which was again very, very much in the same of Willows. You've got that Edwardian charm and everything, and and I think something like the Railway Children could be beautifully done as well. And then you've got you know other sort of classic uh, children's shows. Um, you know, my, my I tend to sort of gravitate towards things like the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, but I don't know how that would work for a summer themed on a beach, considering it's set in winter. Um, but it that sort of thing it would be what I would tend to sort of gravitate towards, I think. Um yeah, those those would be my sorts of ideas for that. For myself, um I I'm a lover of, of fairy tales anyway. Um and I grew up on like um ladybird books and stories that were read by people like Maggie Smith on the TV and everything. Um, and I remember one called The Tinderbox, which I really, really loved, and Rumpelstiltskin. I love I love yeah. those kind of mm. not dark fairy tale stories, but one with a with a really good uh villain that people could get get mm. behind that you think, oh yeah, that would be um that would be very good because uh, speaking from a performing point of view if if you are the villain you you can just have fun with it and the kids seem oh, yeah. to always react well to a good to a good villain so some, oh, something like something yeah children, yeah something like Rumpelstiltskin I think would be would be quite fun mm. Mm. Yes, I'm hankering to be to do in, to do the, the the Wizard of Oz again at some point because I just I just oh, love Wizard of Oz. Yes. That would be a good one. Mashing the superb because the lovely thing it can be as big or as small as you want, yes. can't you? I mean, I've been in big productions of it. I've done. I did. I did a, a theatre and education thing. Of course, nearly thirty years ago now, um, with four of us playing everything, and it was it was just great fun. It was just really it was just enormously good fun. 
Um, but that sort of skill set, again, the, everyone knows the characters, everyone knows what goes on, and it's the way you do it, isn't it? So, yeah, that's another one for the hint, 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 hint box. Hint, there hint, we. wink, wink. <laughs> Who's volunteering to be painted up green, though? Ah, well, there we are. There we are. <laughs> right, my lovely people. Well, that, um, that brings us, really, uh, to the end of this episode. <clears throat> So I must thank you all for your thoughts and your memories. There's been some wonderful things discussed. And thank you to everyone listening in. So for more episodes of Tell Great Stories and lots of other great audio and video content, head over to unboundtheatre.co.uk or look up at Unbound Theatre on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram or SoundCloud. 